Hello, and welcome back to 16 Candle Keeps, the place where the editors pass their death saves. Recently, on Death Saves, or 16 Candle Keeps, or whichever one you want to listen to, go find them. Um, but come back and listen to us, please, because I need your audience. Um, we have been uh, looking into the wrongful conviction of one Tom Welsh, who was recently released on bail, um, thanks to the, the the work of our group of daring adventurers who looked into hey, the... Hello? Uh... <laughs> The, what, I just said go team. Oh, I, I thought you were having some sort of like uh, like episode or something. No, <laughs> you came in at the exact same time as your random sound effect. <laughs> so I was like, oh, that, that got missed. Anyway, um, yes. So um, they have investigated. They have got Tom out on, uh, on bail um, as they have suggested to look into Brennigan Finn, the, uh, the, the man who turned into a vampire bat wink um it's not a druid not a druid um out of hell holy crap i've just looked at i've just looked at my uh my my app that i've got i've just realized what uh, yeah you know when you see something you're like wait a minute that wasn't there before um anyway um <laughs> that'll be for later but yes uh the guys have then uh gone off to find uh some uh some rooms for the night at the regular crowd inn where they have had a, a nice evening of drinking and enjoying each other's company, showing magic and such like that, and then headed off to bed, which is where we will be picking up immediately. You all have had a long rest before this happens. So you get your spell slots back, you get your things. You have been in, especially for, I believe, both uh, Algnib and Alaria have trance. So, the only one that would be, like, proper needs full eight-hour sleep is... Uh, is Ian because even Dizzy only needs six hours of sitting still. Um, with this, um, you guys have uh, you have been sleeping quite comfortably or sitting in your own ways. Ian, as we heard last episode, you have uh, have had a very weird dream in which you have uh, been met by four deities that are looking for patronage, and you had a weird speed dating moment with them um really fun. you now have your 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 chosen deity for um for your oath of redemption you have sire you've you've sworn your oath and now you have your ability to do things so tick for that um, um it is around three four in the morning potentially just as the early the, the the early dawn light starts to uh, starts to fret and to crest over the horizon. That for Alaria and Elgnib specifically, because you're in a semi-conscious state and you would recognise um, this being in the real world and not in your dream state, you hear this weird chorus coming from outside the the inn. It sounds to be like there's a gathering um, of people outside in the thoroughfare, moving and whistling and humming this very haunting tune. What would you like to do? Oh, I sat in silence waiting to hear the haunting tune. <laughs> I thought you were waiting I was waiting. Oh, you'll hear, you'll hear that bit in a moment. You, so you can hear what this kind of sounds like, this... Da, 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 da. Da, da, 
That's what you can oh, okay. hear from outside your window. Sounds familiar. Yes. Yes. Copyright. Um. Yeah. Uh. I mean, I'm not really sure how it goes. Uh. But I'll go to a. I'll go to a window. You go to a window and looking outside, uh, you can see as you look out the window, uh, you can see what looks like the f the town folk of Crandall are currently walking north from from the 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 town square where you currently are looking out onto. You can see that people are leaving their doors and walking north, um, and you can see where the positioning of the royal the the regular crowd in is. And looking out your window, you can see right up the north road that leads to the observatory. And then also off in the distance, you can see this kind of like almost like a festival kind of uh, atmosphere is off in the distance on the horizon. Whereas this like big kind of bombastic lightscape. Uh, and you can see what looks to be like tents um, on the outskirts of Crendel. Hmm. Um... Well, I'm sure we're all in the mood for a melody. Um, yes, we found Ilaria, that we've moved we... on to these songs. Ilaria, <laughs> <laughs> should we um, go and get Ian and Dizzy and go dancing? Um, he just checks his sword. Uh, yes, let's. She'll make a point of then checking her, her boomerang. <laughs> Excellent. Um, so, Ian, you are awoke from the moment that uh, you leave and head back to your bed and you lay down uh, in your dream from our previous episode. Um, the moment you lay down, there's almost like a, a beat and then you hear the knocking at the door that wakes you. Um, you feel rested. You you have although you acknowledge everything that happened in your dream and it felt very real. Um, you are currently rested and fully uh, fully um, functional. Functional, yes, and also fully level three. Um, I awake fully level three. Yes. Do you like it in the morning when you wake up and you just just hit level three? Um, oh God! I wish I had sweet sweet feeling. Yeah. But yes, okay, I'll answer the door. Yep, so, um, <laughs> sorry to disturb you. Um, it's not room service, I'm afraid. Um, uh, we've, 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 we've probably got some work to do. Um, the people are being weird. I can hear music. Is that, is that the same thing? Is that what you're yep. talking about? Yeah, yeah, it's 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 not normal. Okay, it's not. It's at this yeah. point that all of you will <laughs> notice because Ian, you're stood at your door talking with Algnib. Uh, Algnib, you are stood in the corridor that would be where the rooms are in this building, and you notice that several of the rooms that you would know to be occupied um, have a moment where what looks like ghosts walk out of the doors, and then start to walk down the corridor to the stairwell down, and they all start to slowly quietly to themselves start humming this melody that you've been hearing outside As like I said before, pipe, piper thing yes okay definitely not normal 
Happy Halloween! (laughs) 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 So I see that you guys follow the crowd, or do you want to do something else? Oh, I'm I'm up for following! Is he? Is he? Five more minutes, boss. Five more minutes. (laughs) We've got to go. We're investigating. Fine. So he said, "Why?" I, was like, okay. I mean, yeah, why? Um, yes, uh, he, he gets up begrudgingly. Um, you can stay if you want to, but I thought you know you'd want to be involved. And we don't leave our friends behind. No. I'm so glad you did that. I was about to. You're welcome. You're welcome. <laughs> this campaign is full of references. <laughs> um, but yes, um, I will uh, assume that we follow then. Uh, yeah, can I, as we're following uh, them, yep. can I try and signal to one of these you, apparitions? You kind of have a moment where you, like, you're trying to be subtle and gesture to one of them, nothing happens. You outright walk up in front of one of them and start waving in the face and they have no response and just walk directly through you and continue walking on. Oh, I don't like that. Nothing affects you. There's no weird like um, with like the ghost stats where if they pass through you, it ages you or like hurts you with uh, damage. There's nothing of that. It's just it passes through you. There's a weird cold sensation as it passes over you, but then it continues walking on. Wonderful. Yep. We we should we should. Yep. We're we're going. Excellent. Nobody nobody was being this weird yesterday, were there? This is a new thing, right? I'm I'm pretty sure that this is new. Um, I don't remember people's spirits being out of their bodies. No, no, we didn't. We didn't noticed. Yeah, for for like I said, when you entered the town, there was no sign of this happening. There was no sign of uh, like any sort of dis uh, unrest unrest in the the town when you were entering. Uh, this is the first sign of something weird you have seen um, in the town, apart from you know like a vampire, but um. Uh, you know, part of the course. Um, it's D and D, but uh, yes, this is the first like time that you've seen this, and uh, something you will notice, especially for you, uh, Ian, as someone who is kind of more in the religious side of things. There is definitely like a sense of from each of the people that you see as you're following in this almost like spirit spirited away as they all head towards the wash house. Um, you could see this kind of like. Uh, there's like an ethereal side to them rather than it being like a physical corporeal make of them and you would kind of sense that there's almost like a summoning of the soul itself rather than like making uh, a second form uh, just just to lean into that religious side for yourself as a paladin um so um as you uh as you head on and you get closer to the outskirts of the town uh, and you're passing this large dome structure that would be the observatory uh, on your left, and you can see as you get closer and closer, you can start to hear this music playing in the distance, which sounds very carnivaly, um, which I start to play for you now. Um, and you can see that the people are all slowly kind of like marching towards this huge kind of carnival scene off in the distance as we hit our celebration of D&D 2021 and also our Halloween special all in one. (laughs) (laughs) 
And <laughs> this sounds so funny in that arrangement. <laughs> and you uh, you can hear this kind of like hawking of people, getting people towards their their stalls. You can see that there are games set up. There are like people selling pies and food and, and drinks. And it looks basically like a village fair, which all congregates around the outskirts of this one central big top. Um, the majority of people are heading directly into the big top, but there is a lot of like uh, milling around of some spirits that are enjoying the games. You can see that there's a coconut shy. You can see that there is a test of strength. Um, there are a plethora of things if you would like to investigate around or do anything specifically. Um, and nobody's given us a second look for not being spirits, have they? Nope, nobody's battering an eyelid at you. And you notice as you get closer, the people who are running the stalls. So uh, when you get closer and closer, you start to see that the testers of your strength is ran by a bugbear and a goblin uh, <laughs> who seem to be hawking this guy. The bugbear has just stood there holding this huge great hammer. Uh, and the goblin next to him is going, Everybody, everybody, come right up. Come on, Tezothrink. Try to take Muggy's hammer and slam it. Uh, you can hear these kind of like um, very, almost um, almost like people made from fauna and flowers are sat behind these like, um, you can see they're hid stood behind stalls that have got jewellery and such covering them. Um, there's a very, uh, like, shady hooded figure on one side of the uh, of the market area who has his hood over and all you can see is this ominous green glow from underneath his hood and he has like a, a kind of an armory set up uh, obviously hawking his wares as a uh, as a uh, a smithy of some sort but these people don't look like spirits they look like actual physical people um, it's just the villagers that are the spirits themselves i mean i'm I, I, I'm, I'm intrigued by what the glowy person has to, to sell. I'm not going to lie. No, that's fine. Um, you, you're Like I say, if you want to go specifically chat with people, I'm happy for, like, Algniv, you go over that way, or if you all want to go together, shout your things. I, I want to go to the hammer guy, the test your strength one. Okay. Of course strength. you do. <laughs> that's fine. So, Algniv... Uh, do you go over to the glowy guy, or is it just it's piqued your interest at this point? Uh, I will say oh, no, that. No, I'm, I'm, I'm going over. Cool. So we'll go with you first, as you've called out first. Um, so uh, you... Let me just put this on repeat so we get the weird backing over and over again, which I had so much fun making. Um, for those that want to know how I did it, I literally turned it into a minor key, and then I did a load of minor thirds over the top of the melody line. It's nasty. <laughs> so, music. Um, anyway. Uh, you head over. Uh, I had so much fun writing this bit, going like, how do we make this more celebration of D&D? Um, you walk over to this guy, and it's literally like um, this hooded, robed figure. You can't see any like physical sign of a body underneath it. It looks like a floating robe, almost. But this one ominous, glowing light in the hood area kind of symbolises there is something in there. As you walk over, and you can see that there's, like, a few sword racks and there's like uh, a, one or two stands for armor it turns towards you and a hello and welcome to the armory how may I be of service um did you craft any of these yourself everything here is crafted by me 
And he turns towards the armory, and I'll say these a bit more in my normal voice so you don't have to worry about not understanding what the hell I'm saying. <laughs> he turns to the uh, two or three pieces of armor and goes, These are armor of glamour. They show, uh, they are essentially a thousand gold pieces each, uh, but they are sets of scaled armor, leather armor, studded leather armor. Uh, each uh, have a glamour on them that essentially will allow you to cast Disguise Self on you to allow your armor to look like whatever you want it to look like. So it could be in that way of like, I don't want people to know I'm wearing armor, it just looks like a, a fancy suit. But actually, Daddy's got armor on. Um, I mean, that's wonderful, but very clearly out of the price range of a level three. I mean, I apologize, this guy is from the Feywild. <laughs> yeah, no, 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 no that's fine. I'll, I'll just go, mm hmm, mm hmm, no, no, so, so, mm, very nice, very nice. Uh, any, anything else? Um, we have a gesture towards one of the racks, he goes, we have plus one um, weapons, if you would like. Um, one or two of them have a bit of um, second-hand usage, um, which I can knock a bit of price off, but um, if you're looking for anything specifically, um, they are between uh, 300 and 500 gold each, um, depending on what your preference is. As I say, if it's one of the second-hand items that I have uh, procured through many means, I will uh, happily negotiate. Tell whisper... me. Sorry, go ahead. Have you ever played Swords and Shields? I tend to uh, avoid shields at all costs. <laughs> I was just wondering if you wish to have a wager for one of these items. And you can see that the glow kind of pulses it gently. I could, uh, I could go for a wager. <laughs> what did you have in mind? Um. I'm in the market for a new blade. This one's in a bit of wear and tear. Yes. And I would be willing to wager, and he pulls out the wilder potion. If I can best you in a game, I get a new sword. And if you can best me, then you can get this wilder potion mm -hmm. may i have a moment to uh, overlook your potion and this very ethereal light hand comes out of one of the sleeves it looks like almost like a spirit of like yellowish green coming out of the sleeve uh, in this kind of clawed hand yep yeah, he'll, he'll let him he takes by all it. means he takes it and looks, uh, puts, pulls it closer to the, the, the hood area, and you can hear this weird kind of like sniffing and lapping of a tongue against some mm. sort of mouth. It's very kind of like, <laughs> like it's bringing the, the hairs on the back of your neck up, even if, if Algniv isn't the easiest to, uh, to cause that weird sensation for. Uh, but it still kind of raises your heckles a tiny bit. Uh, and he passes it back to you and goes, That's a very fancy potion. I'd be quite happy to uh, to raise this wager. Did you have a, a blade in mind? He gestures around, and as I say, there are any sort of sword that you would like. Um, they are all um, plus ones. Um, yeah, it would be a, a it would be a rapier. Okay, excellent. 
Um, I'll say you just grab one off one of the shelves and uh, pick it up and give it a couple of flicks and it feels nice and comfortable. Um, it looks quite well cared for. It doesn't have much sign of like um, denting across the blade and anything like that. Uh, you kind of bring to mind that this will be the one. Yeah. Excellent. Um, I'm happy for you to uh, place the blade. And he gestures towards a counter area and places the, the potion uh, next to the blade on, on the side. Shall we... Uh, would you mind showing me the, uh, the, 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 the dice that you would suggest to use? I uh, apologize, I have not played many games. Oh, by all means. And he'll uh, pull out his... Probably his nicer set of dice. Okay. I'm just going to open up my notes. Just have my game. <laughs> I do have it in here for you. Da, 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 da. Where is he gone? Oh no! My game. I put it in... But yes, uh, so you're looking to have a game of uh, swords and shields with the gentleman, mm-hmm. or, or the gentle spirit thing. <laughs> Let me just pull that up here. Dear notes, where have I put it? God damn these! <laughs> there, we there we go. I think it's in that one. Excellent. Yes. So um, as with last time, um, you'll be rolling uh, sixty-six. Yep. And we will be uh, uh, every. Uh, I did just open it. Where is it gone? I'm so sorry as I tried to pull these things up. Um, so you will be uh, rolling 66, and where every odd is a sword and every even is a shield, if I remember rightly, and one and six is uh, is a pierce. Yeah. I believe that was the rules. I do well, apologize. Uh, six, six was a... Six was a pierce, wasn't that it? That was it, yes. I apologise, I don't know where my note is for this. I did have it in one of my folders and it seems to have gone missing. Uh, game, casino games, there we go. I know I had it. Silly thing. Uh, roll 66, players roll in secret, covering their, uh, with a cup. Each player, then each Here we go. Um, we roll d20 to see who goes first. Um, uh, one, one damage. Uh, six count. There we go. One, uh, excuse me whilst I try to read this and say it out loud. Uh, each, each odd die is a shield, each even result is a sword, and a six that counts as a piercing that will blo- go for a blocking shield. That was it. So lovely. Do you want to roll your 66? Yep. Okay. Okay, excellent. So... Uh, and then we will roll a d20 to see who goes first. Mm-hmm. Excellent. Uh, I got a 10 on that. Oh, he also got a 10. Reroll. <laughs> uh, oh, okay. That's a 2. How are you doing this? <laughs> really? Roll again. 16. 19. Screw you. <laughs> <laughs> I mean... <laughs> <laughs> anyway, excuse me. Um, so, as with the way, you roll your 66, place a cup over it to hide it, uh, and you uh, take a moment, roll. He shows that he's first, and he will look at you uh, and grin uh, through the light kind of spreads in this kind of like mouth shape, um, and you hear him say, I have two pierces. Ooh. Very nice. Very nice. Um... I mean, I would be intrigued to see those two pierces. 
And hopefully they are as sharp as your blade is supposed to be. And as is the way, you uh, both reveal your dice. Um, he shows that he has uh, two pierces and four shields. What do you nice. have? I, uh, I have three shields. Okay, so you take two damage from that. So you're down to three health. And I have <laughs> two pierces and a sword. Ah, excellent. So he also takes two uh, two, uh, two damage, so he'll be down to three. Excellent. And he'll smile and go, I assume as there's only us two playing, we'll re-roll and see how you feel on your turn. Oh, absolutely, unless you wanted to up the wager. I believe I'm happy with the current pot. As you wish. So, re-roll. Okay, excellent, excellent. Okay, ooh, interesting. Mm -hmm. um, okay, and he rolls and looks towards you, gestures with his sleeve um, for your turn. Okay. Uh, it's a rather simple hand, this one. Um, not much to say. I have three swords. And he waves his uh, sleeve again and goes, I will uh, call your swords. Very uh, well. Reveals his, uh, reveals his hand to show he has uh, four shields and two pierces. Oof. Well, I have three swords. Yep. I have oh, wait, one sorry. pierce. I do apologise. Two I, shields. I do. I uh, mislooked. Uh, I looked at my uh, thing wrong. It's uh, two pierces, uh, three shields, one sword. Uh, so, uh, what did you have? Sorry. Uh, three swords, uh, one pierce, and then uh, two shields. Okay, so you would take uh, you were you would take the free damage and would lose that hand. Yeah. Um, and he would also I think no he would have one health left with that I think if I remember really um, off the top of my head but, uh, but yes with that uh, he looks at you and grins and goes you know I uh, I don't get much time for games and I appreciate someone who enjoys a game rather than a wager would you care to Use your potion as a payment instead. I believe in the spirit of the game, quite frankly, and you bested me, so it is yours to do with as you wish. And there is a moment where he kind of takes the potion, uh, hides it under some part of his robe, and uh, starts to shuffle around inside the robe a bit more. Um, and places a bag of coin in front of you. Um, you're not sure how much is in there, but he uh, it looks fairly hefty. Says, there is uh, 200 gold in that bag. You may have that as the fair exchange price of this potion with the cost of that blade taken off. But I keep the blade. Or you may forgo the 200 gold and keep the blade as your payment. I mean, that's a, that's a, that's a, that's a tough one. I do like me some money. 
<laughs> but uh, I will take the blade. Excellent. You and then I will the... offer my hand to shake his Excellent. weird hand. <laughs> As you do, you take it, and there's a sit. You, you've you've had it before, especially as someone who's worked with magic. It feels like you're touching uh, a palm that has recently cast Acid Splash as you take his hand and shake it. It's very uh, off-putting, but not damaging in any way. Uh, and he, he bows gently towards you. May the blade serve you well. And thank you for your patronage. And thank you for the game. And he bows. And he'll, he'll go off and go and see this test of strength. Excellent. Um, we head over towards the test of strength. Yeah! <laughs> so, Ian, you walk over and there's this bulky grey, almost uh, almost making uh, Dizzy look a bit small. He's this huge-looking uh, bugbear, very, very broad-shouldered, very muscular. Um, in fact, he doesn't look like he has a neck because his head is just jutting out of his deltoids. Um, as he looks down to you and he's holding this hammer, the goblin steps up in front of you. Hey, hello, and welcome to Mogi's Challenge. You want to try this? It's great. Uh, all you got to do is uh, take the hammer. If you hit the gold, you, you you win a prize. And if you don't, then I guess you're just not that strong, are you? I'll gold. have a gold. The gold to play, a gold to play, if you're happy. Ah, uh, yep. I'll hand him over a gold. Hands over. Mogi, give him the hammer. And Mogi just steps forward and hands you this huge, great hammer. Um, question. What weapon proficiencies do you have as uh, as your paladin? I believe it's all martial and all simple, yeah. but i double check with you. Um, martial and simple. Excellent. So you may make a... Um, you may make a strength, uh, strength check. Excuse me, I just dropped that there. Uh, an athletics check. Sorry. Um, oh, and sorry. If you don't have, if you don't have your proficiency on it, um, you can add your proficiency with this. Okay, hold on. Let me do so. Athletics, yeah. Yep. Um. So I got fourteen. Excellent. Uh, as a roll, can you send proficiency? That's one of the ones that should be marked, shouldn't it? Yes. And it's not, so I don't have proficiency on it. So you get to add two to this one then. So 16 uh, then, please. 16? Lovely. Um, I am going to pop over some more music because I'm getting tired of that background music myself. <laughs> yeah, I feel like we live in a dream world. It's very strange. Um, but yes, sorry. Uh, you Did you say you got a 16 for that role? 16 then, please. Okay, let me just double check my other notes that tell me where that is. Okay, so you take a, take the hammer and you right. weigh it in your hands and you swing and you slam it down on the, the, the plinth that you're aiming for and you watch as this uh, block behind the, the plinth with the usual Tesha strength kind of thing has a gold ball at the top and you watch it go soaring up and it's about probably a foot below the, 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 the ball. It's so close. It's gone quite oh, far up the thing and then it drops back down. And uh, everyone who was kind of like just stood around takes a moment and kind of gentle claps. And you, you hear the, the, the goblin coming around. A bad, a bad look, a bad look. You can try again if you like, I don't mind. Um, hey, I'll tell you what. I, oh, sorry. Can I pay for my friend to have a go? And I point at Dizzy. Uh, he looks at her. 
I was gonna give you a free go as you were so close, but at the same time, oh, if you're, free go, free go, then that will be fine. If your friend's gonna do it, I feel it's unfair, so I'll charge the gold for it if that's okay. Fine, I'll have a free go, but I'll pay for my friend to have a go as well. Okay, so you have a free go. Not a problem. Not a problem. Uh, and uh, take a second swing. It's athletics again, yeah. Yep, and uh, plus two to whatever you roll. Uh, so that time I got fifteen. 15. Unfortunately, it's a little bit lower. It's just a slight bit lower, but it doesn't hit the bell. Again, everyone has a gentle golf clap around you. Ah, oh, I'm really sorry, friend. Really sorry. Why do, you, why do you think if your friend over here can do it? Uh, Dizzy kind of just steps over and looks at the hammer. Oh, I'll the hammer, yeah. Just looks at it. Dizzy, Dizzy, lift it, whack it. <laughs> roll for Dizzy. <laughs> um, so, uh, Dizzy... Uh, Dizzy gets a 25. Um, yes. So with this, because it's it's quite over the DC. Um, this is what I wanted. He slams it, and you see that Dizzy doesn't understand what he's doing that much, so he just slams it as hard as possible, and he watches the, the, the block of uh, metal that goes flying up, slams into the bell and actually bends the bottom of the bell uh, with the force oh. that hits the bottom of the bell, and then drops <laughs> back down. The uh, the goblin looks at him, looks at the uh, the bugbear, looks at you. Uh, oh, okay, um, you get a, you get a prize. Before you before you loaded it, to be, uh, he looks at the looks at the bugbear, not even pr- pretending. He's like, I thought you loaded it so it didn't hit the bear. Um, turns around. He's very strong. He's very strong. Okay, okay, you get the two of the prize. Honestly, this is. Not very fair. Uh, he brings, uh, he, he pulls this weird kind of like sheet from the from the back of the uh, the, the podium that is the uh, where the bell is at the top, and the, the the it pulls out like a projector screen. But as he pulls it, you can see that there's some sort of cabinet that is hidden inside the screen, almost like a di- interdimensional space. And you can see that there's just loads of plushy toys hanging from uh, little bits of rope. Uh, you can see different creatures like owl bears, and there's a dragon and a beholder. Uh, they all look to be about the the sort of size of about two two three uh, feet tall in that ridiculous okay. like oversized carnival fashion. You, you have to pick yeah. one of these. Pick Dizzy, one of these. Which, which one would you like? Uh, Dizzy, not really caring, <laughs> just looks uh, looks at you and shrugs. Okay. You you pick uh, one. Okay, um, I want, and he considers this for a second, I want that one. And he points at an enormous fluorescent pink beholder. <laughs> Excellent. Um, <laughs> the, the, uh, the goblin going, yeah, of course you want the one that I can get <laughs> and start walking over with a stick that he's got <laughs> and gets it down from the hook <laughs> hands it to you it's this huge plushie, again it's that oversized kind of carnival fashion yep. uh, you now have one massive plushie <laughs> and it's a fluorescent pink there's a fluorescent oh, pink beholder okay, I'm going to hand it to Dizzy and say, well done, you won that's your prize for winning. Thanks, boss. Um, I, I, did, I didn't want the... Okay. Um, so, yeah, if, you, if you don't want it, I will look after it for you. 
No, he is my pet now, and I will look after him. Okay. Start stroking the eye stalks. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. Thank you. Um, um, right, so uh, this is just as uh, Algnib is coming over, so you see this Algnib uh, as you're coming over. I will offer you the, uh, the other parts of the uh, carnival that I have written, or you're welcome to go to the main event that is the Big Top. Um, so there is a coconut shy still, there is a pie-eating contest, and there is a talent contest, if anyone would like to uh, take take a, take a swing at any of those. I mean... I really want to see Elaria doing the pie-eating contest. I think she would do really... <laughs> I'm wondering if we could, if Elaria could do the coconut shy, but we would throw it and she would carry it. Just whack off. <laughs> I love it. bard should enter the talent show. Oh, I'm not that kind of bard. <laughs> um, I do feel like Alaria needs a little. Yeah, I think Alaria needs moment. A I just don't know what. I, do you know what? Screw it. She'll do the pieing contest. <laughs> Excellent. So, Larry, you've been watching everyone uh, doing their things and you've been flying around and you see this one table that's set up in that kind of like long uh, tavern fashion uh, and there's a couple of people sat down. There's this huge kind of monstrous thing that has no eyes. It has low, two tentacles that fly over the top of it. It looks like just an elephantine body with a mouth. There is a bugbear. Um, uh, there is this kind of like very slim looking Alvin female that sat next to the both of them and then there is this kind of almost uh, almost looking like a, an orangutan uh, but excuse me with purple hair uh, white kind of uh, uh, flesh underneath and wearing what looks like a very kind of mismatched ringmaster's outfit is walking around step right up step right up welcome one and all to the pie contest we'll be doing um several rounds of uh of, of blueberry pie if you would like to uh, get involved anyone would like to take a seat anyone take a seat it's too gold for a seat anyone want to take a gold seat um Elaria, you have asked to jump in so if you want yeah. to mark off two gold yeah, uh, there is a very kind of like mo weird moment where the orangutan folk just kind of turns to you. I mean, you're a very tiny folk, but I guess you'll you'll have an appetite that will keep off. I'm sure. Um, I got a very big appetite, and I that, absolutely love blueberries. That's fantastic. Um, anyway, I think we've got a full house, everybody. A full house, actually. Let's get on with the thing. And he claps his hands, and as he claps his hands, four pies appear in front of each of you. Um, your ones are actually size to you. Uh, we're not Aww. sure why Yay. it has happened, but they're not exactly the the full like six inch pie that would be the size of you. They're all made in that way that they'll be about two inches or so. So you're not uh, having to eat ridiculously large pies. Um, yeah. right, on my whistle, you'll be able to uh, start eating your pies. Um, and uh, the the first person to finish, or the last person standing, if you will, or sitting. I don't expect you to stand. It can it can ruin the gut if you want. <laughs> anyway, um, please take your fork, take your patience, and begin. And he blows his whistle. So for <coughs> this, um, Alaria, mm -hmm. I need you to make a Constitution saving throw for me, please. Ooh, <laughs> have fun. <laughs> 
11. <laughs> Excellent. So for the first pie, you can see I'll roll for the other ones as well. Sorry, I'm uh, not going to be silly. Uh, so, yep, the, uh, the, the Alvin lady is bossing it. And weirdly, the bugbear and the otiog both are struggling with their pie. Um, two creatures that I would think would be no would be monstrously destroying this. Uh, but when they roll a one and a two, they're more into eat. <laughs> so there is a moment where you all just start uh, eating away, and um, the the bugbear and the otiog just kind of look, kind of a moment look at each other and just push the pies away. And step up, step away from the table, but you and your uh, your elven compadre um, just dust off the first pie with no issue. It's very nice, uh, slightly sweet, but with a very savoury uh, kind of like enjoyable flavour to it. Um, it's got very fresh blueberries. It's almost like it's just been baked, even though it's just been summoned out of fresh, uh, kind of like arcane air. Um, would you mind rolling a second constitution saving throw for me, please? As yes. you jump onto your next pie. <laughs> Nine. <laughs> Nine. Oh! Wrong way. <laughs> um, okay, so with that... Oh, okay. So, um, because obviously it's the last person standing if nobody finishes first. Um, so both you and the elven lady fail on this one. Uh, but you fail less. So I'm going to say that she starts a second pie. And then you see that she pulls a face. And she pulls, um, like, a, a crow's foot out of her mouth. And uh, kind of uh, oh. throws it. Yeah. Uh, no, oh. no, not for me. And stands up and, and leaves. And you just as uh. you're eating, you look and you're like, uh, no. And you won't touch a pie for some reason. You're not sure why. Uh. Maybe it's the fact that someone's just found a crow's foot in there. Uh, but oh you are, crows. you are the first person to. Uh, <laughs> you are the first person to 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 uh, or the last person standing. So you will win. Um, he. <sighs> He takes a moment as he watches all this thing. A, a fantastic, fantastic performance. Oh my god. I'm so very impressed with everyone. Everyone did very good. I mean, those two idiots with the first part. Anyway, um, my lady, you win yourself a prize. Um, I have here, and he opens up uh, a pocket and places in front of you three uh, bags in front of you. He goes, I like to have a little bit of mysticism with my prizes, so you may take one of these free bags. Please pick your prize. As you may. Can I, in my greatest Mystic Meg impression, hover my hands over the bag with my eyes closed to you just can. try and get a sense of which one I want? That's fine. Yeah. <laughs> um, you um, you you wave your your hands over them. You can't get a sense of anything. For there's no heat <laughs> or anything coming off them. But um. Would you say you're brushing against the bra the bag as well to get a sense of what's in them, like trying to feel a bit, or is it a case of you're just doing that kind of like hovering above sort of thing? Uh, no, it's very much charlatan, Mystic Meg. I'm going to pretend to sense the vibes yeah. from the bags. Yeah. <laughs> She's okay. playing along to the vibes of the Vibe bear. <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna say uh, make an Arcana check for me just while you do this because it's be fun. <laughs> Arcana. Oh yes, I get a plus five for this. So even if I roll badly, it could still be okay. <laughs> it's it's low. It's low. <laughs> you can't sense anything from seven the bags. Seven a plus five. It's, oh wow. Seven. I got seven. Yeah. Oh, seven. Yeah. <laughs> joke you can actually feel like there's a not in that like we had this conversation in the previous session of like you can't sense the magic but you do get 
like as you wave your hands and you're not sure if it's just the fact that they've been pulled out of the air or if it's like something resonating off you but each of the bags have a little bit of a static feel as you wave your hands over them mm -hmm. can i peek through my eyelids and just see whether he panics above any of the bags make an insight check for me yeah. <laughs> oh no i threw my dice in the bin <laughs> It happened, guys! Yay! Every campaign! Yay! We're back to normal. Um, Eight. Oh, what are my rolls doing? Eight. You look and you think that he's getting suspicious over the middle one, but then you move your hand again and he has the same face and you're struggling to read his tell. Okay, hang on. Um, I'm gonna use a d6, and like one and two will be the first bag, so the one on the left as I'm yep. looking at it. Uh, three, four will be the middle, and five, six will be the the, the right hand side. Excellent. Okay, that's how I'm gonna do it. <laughs> uh, five. So the right hand side bag, please. Excellent. Um, you take the right hand side bag, and he smiles and takes the other two and opens up in front of you, and dropping out the two uh, bags as he opens them. Uh, two very uh, small stones um, one of them looks to be opal and the other one looks to be amethyst uh, and they just look to be very fancy Fancy. gems Uh, they they look to be quite expensive and well crafted and like worked jewellery essentially but they are just stones in them Um, and he goes ah you have picked very wisely Um, I hope you enjoy your prize Uh, please don't feel the need to open it in front of me now but I think you're going to enjoy it Mm-hmm. She's going to make a point of opening it in front of him. Okay, you yeah. open it. Excellent. Um, you uh, you find the rock drops uh, in front of you. Um, I'm just going to see what I need to say on this one, because there's a description <laughs> for you. Uh, it is a vibrant, a vibrant purple. Um, it looks to be almost like prismatic in its design, uh, almost like a little diamond, almost. Um, that drops up in front of you and you can't really tell looking at it even as a very naturalistic and very uh, kind of nature focused person as a druid yourself you mm. can't work out what the 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 um the, um, the material is, is but it looks very fancy what is it i don't know i was uh I was given them by a man with um, no hands or no face. Um, he, uh, we, we had a, we had a competition, and he, uh, he, uh, he tranced me, but then he offered me the item anyway. Not really sure what he's doing, but uh, seemed to enjoy the game itself. Was he in a cloak and did it glow? Yes. Does he also have swords and stuff? Oh no, he was just a cloaky man. I didn't really. Why have you seen <laughs> someone? This is just a weird cloaky man. They played a game with Elgnib. I, I apologize, I don't know who Elgnib is, but... She's pointing at him when she says it. Okay. And just waves at Elgnib. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> apologies, I don't know who this uh, gentleman you're referring to is. Is he someone... And he looks around the... Ca- the, the uh, looks around the carnival area like, is it someone who's here? And you actually look in the direction where Elgnib went. And there is no stool, and there is no person there. <laughs> Sketchy. <laughs> I knew it. <laughs> no one did it. Like you have coin if you have wares. 
This is fine. I promise there will you. Be no repercussions from no, this. It's I all promise you, it's not. <laughs> <laughs> um. Well, you know how Trixie or Faithfolk can get. He seems to have disappeared. I think it was a he. Oh, maybe it wasn't a he. Anyway, thank you for my shiny rock. Thank you for your for your uh, for your patronage. It has been a, a pleasure to watch you eat. Please come back any time. Any gestures? Oh. To... Did that sound oh, weird I, to oh, anybody I else? That's how this guy gets his kicks. They're all weird in the Feywild. Stop judging people. <laughs> I judged myself within that. Remember, you guys can enjoy your faithful. own Feywild adventure if you get the wild beyond the wild light. <laughs> <laughs> The wild beyond the wild. Moving on. <laughs> Moving away from the creep. <laughs> anyway, uh, right. So the only other game that is, or the only other things that are left, are the coconut shy and the talent contest. If anyone would like to have a go at those, or you can head into the big top. Oh, I'm 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 ready for a fight now. Yeah, <laughs> uh, I was gonna say. Now we've done three. I feel like we should do the other two, but. It, it, yeah, we haven't got that long till this episode ends, so we should probably no. Yeah. So let's head into the big top. <laughs> Excellent. Yeah. And I can stop doing all these raspy, silly voices I've given all these characters because my God, yeah. I mean, I'm joking. Um, I chose these voices because I like them. Um, I don't know why F Longhorn F Longhorn was uh, the uh, <laughs> was the uh, the orangutan. Um, uh, <laughs> But uh, yes, you guys head toward, now that you've taken this in, you can see that there's, we'll go with that narrative kind of sensation that the the crowd feels a draw towards the big top. And even the people who are uh, running the stalls have a moment of heading towards the door, or the opening, if you will. And you step in and you can see this one sand pit in the centre of a circular auditorium that is inside. And you can see trapezium swings at the top, and you can see... Uh, uh, you can see like a, a long tightrope between the two podiums that act for the, the act as part of the uh, the show. Um, you can see two cannons that sit either side of the uh, the ring itself, opposite you um, as you enter, and and stepping through the centre of these as as you come in and find yourselves a seat um, are two figures. Um, you see a short. Uh, dark-skinned, elven-looking figure. Uh, and when I say short, looks to be about gnomish height, so about three, four foot tall, wearing a very regal ringmaster's outfit. The top hat, red tailcoat, white kind of placard underneath uh, the, uh, the, the jacket to show that kind of like austere kind of look. Um, and uh, carrying a whip. Um has a uh, has a plethora of different blades and such hanging off his belt and you see next to this uh, this ringmaster is a panther or what looks like a panther because i can't promise that all of you know what the creature is in your experience in the world um so you see a panther like creature with two tentacles writhing mm. off the front yeah i was gonna say i know exactly what yep. this is yep. as me but uh, two tentacles riving off the front shoulders of the of the panther's uh, body, 
uh, has a purple kind of tinge to its black fur and you can swear for those that might not know what it is it has almost like a sensation that the body is constantly kind of vibrating as it has very carefully placed paws that walk in alongside the side of this uh, this uh, almost drow looking figure but there is also especially for those that know drow folk in their common lives you would know that there's something a bit off there's this kind of like too dark a skin their eyes have this very almost radiant glow to them even from a distance away you can see it and he brings um from thin air a very kind of show uh kind of uh what's the word a game show kind of mic thin pipe with a little like ball of fluff at the top and he flicks it into the <laughs> air Good evening, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to the Big Top once more. I'm glad you could all join me this evening. As always, Crendel has become a beautiful home for the fair, and I enjoy that you have all taken your time to come once more. It's almost like you're here every night, and there's a wink towards the audience, and there's around you, the spirits have this forced laugh. You can see that the people who are near you, or the spirits that are near you, have no sign of hilarity or joy in their face. They look tired, they look battered, and they look like they don't want to be here. But the sound coming out of their mouth is like studio canned laughter. Oh, Ian joins in then. Just to, like, look part of it. I can sense that there are new people in our midst. I... Always enjoy new visitors, and I will explain tonight's festivities once more, just for our new folk. Because obviously, some of you know why you're here. I, William J. Martin, am a simple elven being. I enjoy the light side of life. I enjoy the light side of humour. I enjoy the light side of entertainment. But I don't enjoy the fact I have been chastised so much. And there's a moment where his face kind of flips. And this kind of very happy, playful look turns into this scowling, sneering, almost like, you know, those uh, masks um, where they've got the uh, the, the, the uh, automatons in certain games and comics where they have the the dramatist masks where it flips it's almost like a snap and it's like seeing in my head i uh, i go to uh danny devito as the penguin um i don't know why but then flips back to this kind of like very nice plain looking face all i ask is that you prove yourself worthy of having such a lovely circus here for you who will be the volunteer tonight? Who will offer their light? Who feels ready to challenge the ringmaster? And silence falls over the crowd. It's at this point, Ian, that your new blade you got that you woke up and didn't really question it was there, but it's there. Sparks into light. And you are lit up in your seat 
by the <laughs> moonlight that radiates off your your moon blade. So did I want to fight? <laughs> <laughs> and I believe with the time that we are at, that's Ooh. where we'll c- call this episode to an end. <laughs> oh, good. <laughs> Excellent. So, so next episode this may lead to a fight I don't know you might want to fight you 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 know that that blade tells you when this person isn't redeemable um he doesn't want to fight though oh I know he never wants to fight oh I know redemption god exactly <laughs> redemption god indeed but all I'm saying is yes, off the conversation the you had with your god who said the blade yes. will light up when a soul is not truly redeemable is in front of you and is challenging, it will yep. light up. Yep. Just, yep, as a, yep. just as a point for that. Uh, oh, I remember. It's fine. <laughs> uh, but yes, we'll, uh, we'll, we'll call this episode an end there. Thank you very much for listening, and we hope to see you next week for uh, another lovely episode of 16 Candle Cubes. All that want to say bye, say bye. 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 We'll be back soon. Thank you for listening to 16 Candle Keeps. Your players were Emma Bamford as Ian, Jade Leanne Pierce as Ilaria Lunala, and Liam Thornton as Alvniv Ayadelsa. Your DM was Steve Archer. Background music was created using the Sirenscape Fantasy app. Find out more of Sirenscape's work at sirenscape.com or go to tinyurl.com forward slash 16 Sirenscape. That's 16 as a number, Sirenscape, one word. This is where you can find the exact soundscapes that were used in today's episode. Thank you for listening and we'll see you next time.